Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hello, and welcome to On Life with Helen. This is episode 14, and we're going to be focusing on mentoring, mentorship, what makes a good mentor, who should be mentored, and just share some experience of my personal journey in that area. And also, we're just back from spring break. Yeah, I took a break, needed a little bit of a rest. We had a really nice trip down to Southern California, which uh, that's where I'm from. And uh, we stayed at a really lovely place called the Mission Inn. I highly recommend it. If you want full service treatment, that is the place to go. And the reason that we went down there was to visit the Southern California Railroad Museum. For some of those that know me, my husband and I, we are uh, docents down at the California State Railroad Museum in Sacramento. But they had a special weekend uh, down there in Southern California where they opened up all of the barns and we were able to see a lot of the rolling stock that they usually don't have available. So... If you're interested in trains and you want to spend a couple days down there and treat yourself, I recommend putting that on your bucket list. All right. I've been thinking about doing this topic for a while. I enjoy mentoring. I have always looked for mentors in my career, both professional and personal. I've realized early on in life that uh, I did not have all the answers, although obviously when you're younger, you think you do. But when I realized that I could get things done a little bit faster and maybe not have such a a rocky road, um, looking for people to kind of help you get to the next step or, you know, figure out why something isn't working and just make some introductions to different people that can expand your world and help you continue on your lifelong learning journey. So I did find a very interesting article, and so I am going to share with you that on the web, if that sounds old-fashioned, I'm sorry, but uh, The Muse is a really good place to find articles, and I found one called What Makes a Good Mentor? Seven Qualities to Look For, and that's by Elisa Kalish, and it really kind of kind of encapsulated everything that I was thinking about because I've been trying to think about this episode for three weeks. Just think it's very important. Every year for me at the beginning of the year, I pick or decide that I'm going to make room for to mentor three people professionally. 
And that can be in life insurance. It can be in Medicare. It can be in volunteering because I do do volunteer work for the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters. And uh, it doesn't have to be a super long journey. It can be just to learn a particular topic. Out of our Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters, we have a lot of people that kind of break out and go on their own. And I certainly have some experience with that. And, you know, helping someone get over a few of those bumps early on, they are super grateful. I also like helping people that are in their 30s and 40s when they're making these new ventures. And then I'm also finding there's a lot of people that are doing second career changes in their 50s and 60s. And so those are two areas that I like to help people navigate and get through there. For myself, about a year and a half ago, I was feeling super stuck, but you know, some of that could have been COVID. But what I was looking for was how do I get to my next client, the next level client? And I was noticing that everyone around me was kind of the same, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I was really interested in upping my game because I believe that I had more to offer. And it actually took me quite a while to find someone. I asked a few people and they were not interested. I asked them to recommend someone. They really couldn't. And so it was a little bit of a journey, but I'm happy to say that uh, that through that experience of asking and you know, not, I don't want to say getting turned down, but having to continue to look because uh, they just weren't the right people that I was asking. I really ended up with some good people to be in my corner for right now. One of them, I believe in lifelong education. I'm a big fan of Jack Canfield and I invested in myself and some of their programs that were mastermind oriented. I needed to get over the fear for the big ask. And I really struggled with that. But then, you know, when you're around a bunch of people that already do that and they teach you how, it becomes very easy. And now I have no fear in that area and super excited. It has actually transformed my business this year. A higher concept in life insurance I was looking for. So I found that person. My friend Trevor now has been really investing in me for the last four or five months, and we are having great success. So those people are out there. And my business partner, uh, when I started asking different questions to my business partner, uh, started getting some different answers. And that proved to be very fruitful as well. And so if you are looking for the next move or a new venture, or just maybe you're having a little bit of a stuck moment in your life, I recommend looking for a mentor to get unstuck. So I'm going to talk a little bit about mentorship today. I hope this is helpful for those of you who are, you know, coming, I don't want to say to the end of your career, but you're maturing in your career or you're thinking about finding a way to give back. I would say think about being a mentor for those of you that are business owners I know we're all looking for a succession plan opportunities with the next generation, and that does require mentorship. And it's a commitment, and it's a lot of energy to train people because they're not going to be you. They're going to be themselves. And so you have to give them time to kind of figure out what that looks like. And you have to give up that your business may look different when you transition it. So 
It can be a little scary, but it certainly pays off. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to dive into some information here, and I hope you find it as exciting as I do. So briefly, I'm going to go over off of this article again, which I found very helpful, uh, some bullet points into what is a mentor? So mentor is someone that helps provide to you, the person that you're mentoring, um, tools, guidance, support, feedback that you might need to thrive in your career or in your personal life. They are often someone who's gone down that same road that you're currently on. And they advise you as to what's worked for them. But remember, it's your journey when you're being mentored also. So anyone can be a mentor. It can be a friend, a friend of a friend, a family member, alumni. It can be a coworker, a peer, a current or former boss, or someone that you just kind of met by chance that you're thinking, wow, that person's got it going on. Check them out and see if they've got some nuggets for you. Because sometimes mentoring can be a one-time moment. It can be weeks, months. It can be years. So, you know, it's better when they stick around for a while. But we all know that sometimes people are just passing through and uh, you get what you can get. So they are also knowledgeable and opportunity centers for where you're going on your particular road. They can provide insight, expertise, and they may not necessarily have all of the answers, but they'll be able to help you see what you need, which is also very exciting. They can also turn you on to someone else who might have the missing piece. And so your world gets bigger when you start working with a mentor because your mentor hopefully is on a lifelong learning journey as well and has lots of resources to share with you. Now, A mentor is not somebody who walks on water, and it isn't somebody that you have to admire. A mentor is somebody who's human, right? So you have to kind of keep those boundaries in place there. So having a mentor, one of the best things you get out of it is building your professional network because they are connected and they can help you out immensely. So I'm going to help you now kind of understand what are the qualities of a good mentor. So we're going to start with uh, one, which is a mentor should have relevant expertise or knowledge in your field. So it may be obvious to you, but they need to have some type of relevant background. And maybe they need to be a few levels ahead of you, maybe in title or time or in expertise. And they should be working in the space that you're interested in for some time. They should be able to help you propel forward and move quickly into the direction that you're going. It's nice if you have some other common interests because that just makes the journey a little bit easier. You have to watch out, it says in this article here, that the person who's mentoring you should not be more than five or ten years ahead of you. And that just has to do with technology moving fast today concepts uh, when people really get into retirement mode, their whole mind shift changes. And so be careful about who you are asking to mentorship, that they are still kind of in the game and they have the energy and they're going to be around long enough to help you get to where you want to go. The next one, which is enthusiasm for sharing that expertise, I think is probably the most important. So when you have a mentor, you want someone who's excited to help you that they will share their knowledge easily, 
and that you're not having to pull things out of them because that can be kind of frustrating. You would really want someone who's open and excited to spread the word. And when I mentor, I share everything because I realize people are not going to, I don't know how to say this, like some people are afraid to share knowledge because they think they're going to take it and they're going to be super successful or share it to the entire planet. I guarantee you that when you're sharing information, there's only a certain amount of it that's going to be used at that particular time. So why not do it openly and make what your experience have been in the world available to all and leave it up to them to pick and choose what's relevant for them at this particular time. When you share information and your time willingly, it's amazing the gifts that you get back. There'll be a point in time when someone you mentor may have an opportunity or information that you need. And so having that easy access and that willingness to flow back and forth is absolutely priceless. So again, if you're going to mentor or you're looking for a mentor, make sure that they have a lot of enthusiasm for sharing their experiences and knowledge with you. The other is to have a respectful attitude. So when you're mentoring or you are in a mentorship relationship, there needs to be respect, right? Always. And, you know, we're all human. Sometimes people don't have a great day. And if it's not going well and you have been a little grouchy, which, you know, I'll be honest with you, I can get that way sometimes, then you need to own it and have a conversation and get everything back on track. So it should be, again, a two-way conversation, just like almost like a podcast in a way. You know, you're sharing mutual information. You're both learning something. You're learning about that person. They're learning about you and you're sharing knowledge and you're making an investment into the future. I don't know. I always find that super, super exciting. So number four is the eagerness to invest in others. Mentoring is an investment. When you're mentoring, nobody gets paid to do this. You are adding this to your day and to your schedule, and so is the other person. So the real investment is just in the investment in the future. And people who mentor by nature, they clearly understand this. So great mentors realize that they're playing a long game and as a result are patient in how they guide others down their path. They don't expect immediate gains, and they don't expect to give up easily. More importantly, they care about maintaining and growing their professional relationships. So I will tell you, I have had some mentors for a quick conversation. I've had mentors for a very long time. And I've learned when I'm mentoring, sometimes you just need to kind of let it go, have no expectation, because somebody can be super excited in the beginning And then, you know, life gets in the way a little bit and they come back to you. And so you need to leave that door open. And sometimes you may need to reach out to them as the mentor and just check in with them. It's like, say, hey, what's going on? Uh, How can I help you? Do you need some help getting back on track? You know, do you want to just talk for five minutes and maybe not an hour? Let's just kind of keep this thing going. So now we have the ability to give honest and direct feedback. So when you're mentoring, sometimes you're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. And, you know, sometimes somebody, you know, you kind of have to call them on their BS and kind of find out what's going on and and get things straightened out. So 
You know, you want to be respectful is key. Uh, but finding someone who will give you some tough love sometimes when you need it, that's what makes a good mentor. Because sometimes, you know, we have our own story going in our head, which is kind of maybe keeping us back and not able to move it forward. And we need someone to shake us up a little bit and kind of call us on our BS. If, you know, we keep coming up with the same excuse or, you know, the same fears that stay in the way, a good mentor will help you do that. But you know, they're not going to be rude or anything, but they are going to kind of, you know, give you a little knock in the head and and help you through that. I will tell you that when I am mentoring, I am pretty direct on a regular basis, but I'm also get a little bit nervous when I feel like I need to really have an honest conversation. But I have found that each time that I find a respectful way to talk to somebody about something that I'm observing that's not happening or needs to change, I feel, for them to move forward in their direction. It's been super, super successful. And there's been a big thank you down the road. And also, I learn because I learn how to communicate on things that I really don't want to, right? Nobody wants to, you know, get another confrontational, right? So uh, confrontational is never fun. And so you want to do it in a way that it can be receptive. So again, you both have to give honest and direct feedback. So if the mentee is feeling that they're not getting something, uh, they need to raise their hand also and share with the person that's mentoring them what may or may not be working. So two-way conversation, those tough conversations need to happen. And I have most certainly been on both sides of that coin. And sometimes when you get that feedback, just maybe taking some time out and not being defensive and think about what that person is trying to communicate to you can be really, really a golden nugget. So next we have reflective listening and empathy. So these are important qualities in mentorship because they can have, they can have all the answers in their head, but if they're not willing to listen to where you're coming from, they're not going to be able to steer you in the direction you want to go. So what does that look like? Your mentor should be asking questions more often than simply telling you what to do. Yeah, you know what? That is super interesting. Your mentor should not be talking and to you and telling them all of your stories and your successes. Your mentor should be asking you questions to help you think and think about your process and where you are and where you want to go. So if you feel like your mentor is sharing maybe too many of their war stories, then you need to talk to them and say, hey, you know what? I got it, but I need a little bit more help in this direction and ask them, you know, what do you think? And and maybe you can encourage them to ask you more questions than telling stories. So having empathy, that's where, you know, life comes in. So when you're mentoring somebody, things happen. People get sick, kids, dogs, parents, things change at work. People get into overload and they're just, their brain is so full that they can't take anything else in. And again, this is why you should be checking in and having empathy. And just because somebody has checked out does not mean they're not interested when you're mentoring them. And then the same for your mentor. If you feel like your mentor has kind of fallen off, you know, reach out, ask them, hey, what's going on? 
If you used to mentor for an hour, maybe it's a half hour for a while. Maybe it's 15 minutes because people just get super, super busy. And these days, I always recommend uh, mentoring in person as well. Doing a lot over Zoom and over the phone is really good. But there's nothing like that human connection. And, you know, maybe it's over a cup of coffee for 15, 20 minutes, a half hour, lunch, dinner, whatever it is. Make some time if you're mentoring to get in front of people. There's nothing like one-on-one conversations in person. This next point that Alicia Kalish in the Muse pointed out, I think is, is one of the better points in this article. And that is the willingness to be a sponsor. I found this to be interesting because people can get mentorship and sponsorship kind of mixed up and confused. So not every mentor is also a sponsor. So the difference between the two is while a mentor is someone who can guide you with advice and support, a sponsor is an ally who takes it one step further by being someone who is actively advocating for you, both behind closed doors and publicly. So this is a really good thing to remember. So there are two different types of mentorship, or I should say mentorship and sponsorship, and you need both. I can tell you that I've had the luxury of having both, the mentor who just kind of gives you the tools and you kind of go out there and you figure it out. But I have most certainly have had sponsors in my career and still do. Those people that are looking out for opportunities for you to help you grow, put you out there in front of people who can help you succeed at such a fast rate. It's just amazing. So when you're looking for a mentor, also make sure you have a couple of people that are sponsors for you that are helping you, being an advocate, getting you out there. When they see an opportunity, they're like, oh my gosh, I know the right person for this. And that could be you. So I highly recommend that while you're looking for mentors to kind of help you on the technical side of things, find a few people who are willing to sponsor you and open some doors or make some introductions to people, maybe not in your immediate circle, but in the next circle out and the next one around. Because You just never know where that amazing opportunity is going to come from. So for those of you that are looking for a mentor that are out there, and maybe for those of you that are looking to be a mentor, how do you spot qualities and find a good mentor? I'm going to kind of go through these next. And if you've got a piece of paper and a pen, maybe write a few of these down. So ask yourself these questions to see if someone in your life would be a good mentor? If you say yes to most or all, the chances are they might be a really good fit for you. So is it clear that they have real experience walking the same path as you? Do they seem to invest and enjoy in being part of others' success? That's very important. You want somebody who's not worried about how successful the next person is, that they realize that other people's success is their success as well. Are they good at giving and receiving feedback? Do they speak in a truthful and respectful manner? Are they invested in their own growth and development? I think this is very, very important because 
we are not done ever in learning and educating and experiencing life. So your mentor, your sponsor that uh, you're looking for, you want to make sure that they're continually investing in themselves. Do they see the value in investing in growth and development in general? Do you respect and like that person inside and outside of the office? Are they well-liked by others? And do they have mentors of their own? If they do, that's a really good sign. Uh, I believe, you know, that we need mentors at every stage of our life. And I know even as people start to, you know, semi-retire and retire, we even need mentors for that because it is so funny I know a lot of business owners that are, you know, I don't know, they're in their 50s, 60s, and they're kind of thinking about the next step and all of that. And it's a lot of work to retire. It's a ton of work. And so networking with people that are just maybe getting out the door or have just retired, they are great people to talk to on what that looks like. Because my gosh, if you have to transition your business to another person, or if you're doing a project that you have to transition to another person, that can be a lot of work. So that's kind of an example of where mentorship never really ends, whether you're mentoring or you are being mentored. So I hope this was informational. Again, I just want to reiterate that for me, I have several mentors in my life right now. It took me a little while to find them to get me to the next step but I kept searching. And then I actively at the beginning of the year have anywhere from two to three people that I'm mentoring and sponsoring because I believe if I'm mentoring somebody, they are someone that I want to introduce to the world uh, in the profession that we're in and look out for opportunities and help them just get launched. I don't know. It just keeps me excited. So that's it for this particular show. This is Helen on Life with Helen. And I hope that you have a great week. Be well. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, helen at ornellosinsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond.